Hi, I'm Sophie DC. Today I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with swimming legend and academic all-star Aaron Lee, who was also my co-captain from the Queen's swim team. Tune into this week of the scramble to hear what Erin would tell her younger rookie self. Hi, I'm Erin Lee. I graduated from mechanical engineering at Queen's in 2019, and I'm now working on my PhD in biomechanical engineering. I swam for the Queen's swim team for five years as a distance swimmer, and I was captain for the last three of those. How's it going, Erin? Oh, great. Thanks so much for having me here, Sophie. I'm just so excited that you're hosting this podcast. I am so excited too, especially to have the opportunity to speak with you. Let's just dive right into it. You have a long history with competitive swimming. How did you first begin that? I think um, to some extent I never really had a choice to do swimming or not. Um, So my parents actually met on the Queen swim team. They were co-captains back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so it was kind of swimming has just been in the family. Um, And so I think as soon as I was old enough to be signed up for the swim, my local swim team, I was signed up for the local swim team. So I started when I was five years old from a pretty young age and just literally kind of thrown into the deep end. Learned to swim the hard way, I guess. Growing up, were there any bumps along the road in this journey of swimming? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I, because I started so young, I think that I had a lot of initial success as a really really small swimmer, like before I was the age of 10, which sounds a little ridiculous, but looking back into how I felt when I was eight, nine, it felt like swimming was my entire world. And so, you know, winning first place ribbons was super exciting. And I kind of expected that to be the case for the rest of my swimming career, um, which is silly because I was so young, but you know, you don't have perspective at that point. Um, And so, as I started to age a little bit, and then maybe I wasn't improving as much, especially as I was getting into my teen years and everyone was sort of developing at different rates at that time, um, it was a bit hard to see so many people get faster and faster than me. And maybe my, my times on the board weren't really reflecting what I thought I was capable of. And so even though I was really young at the time, that was pretty difficult because I set these really, really high expectations for myself when I was really little. And so in my teen years, um, it was a little bit difficult to overcome some, some of those challenges. I can totally see how that would be challenging, but you obviously continued with swimming as when you got to Queens here, you tried out for the team and made it. What was the process like for that? So I think that midway through high school, I took the pressure completely off how well I would perform in the pool. Um, I did the IB program in high school, and so that was pretty academically demanding. And so I just decided that swimming wasn't going to be an additional stressor. It was just going to be something that I would enjoy with my friends after school. Um, And I just like loved going to swim meets, and I still love to train, and I love to compete. And so because of that, I ended up having a lot more success, I think, in my later years of high school. Um, Just because I was able to relax, I took the pressure off and just really started to enjoy the swimming no matter what my times were like. And so, yeah, that led me into looking into varsity swimming. And something that honestly drew me to Queens was that my brother, my older brother, Stephen Lee, who swam for Queens also for five years, he at the time was a first year on the team. And he just told me all these wonderful things about the swim team. And in particular, I really wanted to continue on the relationship I had with swimming. Um, I didn't want to be in a situation where I was at a university where I was defined by how well I performed on the team, and I knew that the Queen Swim Team was going to be a great atmosphere uh, where I could meet a lot of wonderful people and there wouldn't be sort of a lot of pressure or um, competition between team members. 
So I reached out to Ken Anderson, who is the head coach of the Queensland team. So sort of a no-brainer decision there coming to Queens. Also, my parents having come here, there was, they never pressured us to go to Queens. But, you know, when you do your university tours of all the different schools, we spent maybe half a day at Guelph and half a day at Mac. But then we spent three days in Kingston um, of them trying to really sell how great of a school it was. And it obviously worked. Yeah, it was definitely already written in the books for you to come here then. So then you spent five years swimming and successfully competing for Queens. How do you think you would describe that whole Queen's swimming experience for a rookie coming into their first year? I mean, all in all, it was incredible. And I can't say that every year was different than the other. I think anyone who's done a varsity sport can say that the rookie year is just such a unique experience where you're like brought out of your comfort zone at home and then you're living in residence which is almost like a summer camp in some ways and then when you're on a varsity team you have all of these immediate close friends that you can go about your life with you study together you eat together you do absolutely everything together and so it was pretty neat starting off my relationship with being a student athlete that way and then as it molded into being a more upper year student and especially when I was in grad school in my fifth year and still swimming Um, my relationship and how swimming was part of my life completely changed but it was still amazing Um, no longer was it me just being tugged along with going one way versus the other but it was balancing like actual life things (laughs) like you know uh, when you move into a house and you have to take care of yourself and you're paying your bills and all these things queen swimming was like the one thing that was kind of constant throughout those five years when you're really growing up as a person um, but you still have this constant thing that is swimming and it's still all the same friends you had at the beginning it was definitely a journey like you said before but it was cool it definitely seems like queen swimming was almost an outlet for you then something that was stable throughout all of those years when everything else around you was changing Not only did you compete for Queens, but you've actually made some lasting history as there are still records that you made that are posted. What was your preparation like leading to those times? Um, My one individual record that I broke was in the 800 freestyle. And that was actually really fun because prior to that was in my second year of university. And prior to that, I'd never swam distance freestyle before. I made this weird change, which you typically don't do after you're, I don't know, 12 years old to just change specialties. But I did breaststroke in first year and it was fine but I decided to give distance swimming a shot in my in my second year and so preparing for that was really fun because we had a great group of girls all training for the 800 freestyle and so for anyone who's not a swimmer um, it's always kind of a joke in swimming that the distance swimmers are always doing the pain and suffering on one end of the pool while the sprinters are having fun on the other so it was actually really fun to have the whole group of girls and some of the guys too that were training for distance just in this group together, all a little bit of suffering, but just being really proud of everything we accomplished in every practice. So that was preparing for the 800 free. And so getting that record was not only, I think, a reflection on my training that year, but on a lot of my teammates training because day in, day out, I could not have trained those long practices by myself. It was having the other girls around to encourage me. That's awesome. Yeah, most people never make the switch from a shorter distance to a long distance. What was it like when you actually realized that you made athletic history for Queens? I was, what was it like? (laughs) 
I mean, I was surprised, I think, partially because, like you said, I did make that change a little bit later, and it's not something I ever expected of myself, was to have a record, and especially not in an 800 freestyle, which is not where I expected to be. And so I think that that put in perspective just how much I think that like relaxing really helped me succeed in swimming, because this was a new event to me. There was very little pressure on me for it, because I haven't, hadn't done it very many times at Queen's. And so I think because of that, I was just trying to do my best and trying to have fun with it and so the getting the record was just an extra bonus I guess yeah it's definitely hard to relax in swimming though because there is a very demanding schedule lots of early practices gym sessions and even doubles in one day how did you balance that and your academics and time for yourself yeah I suppose you're living with that right now Sophie right it's a lot of lot of practices for sure especially for swimming the always the 6 a.m's at the arc Um, I think that one thing for me, actually, which sounds counterintuitive, but I think that having swimming helped me do a lot better in school and manage my time a lot better. I think partially because um, when you have all these assignments and you're studying, there's a temptation to want to stay up all night and there's a temptation to want to fall into the stress of everyone else in your program and potentially feel like, you know, you have to do everything you possibly can to prepare. But because of swimming, I think it added some perspective to everything. Um, Whereas once I hit, I don't know, 10 p.m., I would say, nope, got to go to bed because I have to be up at 5.30 to go to practice. And I think that really helped me keep a really good balance in my life and also prevented me from doing things like staying up all night to watch Netflix or something like that. Although it sounds like a lot of hours you're putting in for the swimming, I think seeing it more as an opportunity to escape from other stresses in your life as opposed to an added stressor was really big for me um, because I was able to go to practice and completely clear my mind from whatever assignment or exam I had coming up and just be in the pool and laugh with friends and yeah yeah definitely more as a like I said an outlet than an added stress you seem super committed and dedicated to it all but were there ever times that you think you struggled with that there were times where I was really struggling and I think in those moments it's really important to put into perspective what's important and recognizing that for example getting like an extra 5% on a quiz (laughs) versus getting an extra hour of sleep like what would actually make me a happier and healthier person and then making those decisions based on it. I think that because Queens is a wonderful community, um, but because sometimes you live in such a small community, it's really easy to get lost in your different commitments and um, all your different deadlines. And so taking a step out of it and realizing that's what what is really important is your health, um, your friendships and your relationships. um, That really helped me to relax a little bit more and realize that you don't need to be perfect at everything you do. Everyone's human and there's a lot of room for error. For sure. I mean, you say that you struggle, but I don't always think that came through because you definitely seem to balance your day-to-day very well as you actually excelled in your academics as well, receiving a academic all-star award all five years and finishing with the Nixon Academic Leadership Award. Uh, which for anyone who doesn't know is an award given out to male and female athletes from both varsity teams and clubs, which recognizes their achievement in academics, community service, and fair play in sport. Um, So, Erin, this is extremely impressive, too, as only about four people a year receive this. How did it feel when you found out that you won that? Thanks, Sophie. 
Um, yeah, I think I was honestly really shocked what I wanted. I think that there's always going to be a part of me that gets some imposter syndrome when you get recognized like this, um, for sure. At first, I was surprised because I felt like there's so many more deserving people in the in like Queen's Athletics. There's so many impressive people. There's um, like people going overseas to compete for Canada and like all these wonderful things. And so it's like, how could I be on the same level as them? But then I think that taking a step back and then actually reflecting on sort of the different things I was committed to during Queens, I think that it helped me realize that, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it's okay. Maybe I did deserve this. And so I think part of that is because I felt like whatever I was doing was just because I liked to do it. So I loved being around the swim team and I loved being captain because it never felt like a chore to organize a team event. It was just something that I enjoyed doing. Um, I loved doing extracurricular like research and those types of things just because it was something that I truly enjoyed. And so I think that I have a lot of that to owe to my success is in the end, I don't think I ever ended up getting involved with anything in university because I felt like I had to, but rather because it was something that I truly enjoyed. Because I enjoyed it, I ended up having a, like more success with it. And I think that happens as you do well in things that you like. That's such a humble answer, Erin, because all of your accomplishments are truly incredible. Um, but success with your last name is no surprise, as your parents and your siblings have all also demonstrated major athletic and academic success here at Queen's. So can you explain what kind of environment that is like at home with all these super accomplished individuals? So I'm really thankful because my environment at home with my parents and then with my two older brothers who both swam competitively very successfully, I might add. Um, I'm very thankful because it was never, ever competitive. And my parents nor my brothers ever put pressure on me to to swim fast. Um, all the pressure was to work hard. And um, what I strived for to match to their success and their swimming careers was how, um, I guess, healthy their relationship with the sport was. So both my parents, like I said, they met at Queens and like to be not even exaggerating, the only reason I exist is because of swimming in my family. And then like wherever they moved after that, they just kept up with a swimming community. So they would get really involved with the master's community and all of their closest friends were from their master's swim team. And so I saw what the sport could do for your life outside of just your successes in terms of your medals and your records or things like that. And so I think that's what I strived to replicate from my parents' experience. Um, and that was, once again, really helpful watching my, my older brothers because all of their closest friends in university were from their swim team. And I saw that and I think that that was something that I wanted for myself as well. So I didn't try to shape my performance necessarily after them because all you can do is just work your hardest and that's like all you can do. So the one thing that I did ha have control of is how I viewed the sport and my relationship with the sport. And so I think that I really have my family to thank for for setting such a great example for that. That's amazing, Erin. And just going back to the whole queen swimming experience, what would you say was your favorite part of it all? Um, I think the best part about the queen swimming experience for me was the immediate welcoming I felt when I came in on first year so I was actually really nervous to move away from home and I was quite homesick in the first few months at Queens when I was a first year and so having the Queens swim team there I think I owe 
a lot of my like success in undergrad too because they're part of the only reason I really was able to hang on throughout first year. I know that you could look at my grades in first year and they were like great and everything and that's one thing but behind the scenes it was kind of a struggle um, just like being away from home and adjusting to lifestyle away. So the fact that I automatically in first year coming in had like 20 other uh, 20 other people in the sim team and I think at least 15 other rookies I can turn to um, and just know that everyone was going through a similar experience and that they were going to be there no matter what. Um, that was really special to me and that continued throughout all of undergrad. So um, of course the struggles didn't end necessarily and so it was always nice to have the queen swimming dynamic which is more like a family really to rely on but I think especially in those crucial first few months at Queen's I really owe the swim team to making me feel welcome and making me feel like I really was a part of the Queen's community. Would you change anything looking back? Yeah so I think that um, maybe one thing that I would tell my younger self is that it's okay to say no sometimes and this kind of goes to before what I was talking about of sometimes struggling with handling a lot of different commitments is that even though I did sign up for those things because I did enjoy them it doesn't necessarily mean that you should do all of those things and that it's really okay to just take some time for yourself um, get some rest you should have some time built into your week that's not necessarily school sport or some other extracurricular you should just have some time to yourself as well and so I wish I told my younger self that it's okay to just take a break and not feel guilty about it because it's going to help you be healthier and a lot happier as well. It is truly amazing that you were able to balance all of the things that you brought on in your undergrad era and you truly are a queen swimming legend. Speaking on your last few moments with the team, were you content with the ending of your career or do you wish things went differently? I was absolutely content with the way things ended. Obviously, I was a little heartbroken because you are leaving this massive part of your life and this huge group of people, not behind because you still see them, but um, leaving the sport is something that's hard when you've it's been with you for so long. Um, but I was really happy with my last year, and I think mainly because I made the decision when I started my fifth year, and this was when I was in grad school, um, that I wouldn't put pressure on myself to try to end my career with fantastic swimming times. Um, after the success I had in breaking records in my second year, I was a little disappointed with my performance in my third and fourth years. So I just decided that if I was going to be happy with the way I ended the sport, that I should just enjoy the process of going to practice and going to swim meets and not worry too much about the outcome about what the outcome was and so yeah I made the commitment in the last couple of weeks going into OUAs I just decided that I'm just going to enjoy every single practice I have left with this team and I'm going to have fun with all my races and especially have a lot of fun with all my relays and not beat myself up for any poor performances I might have had and looking back at that meet I actually don't think I could tell you what my times were because that's not what the focus of the meet was for me is I just wanted to be there and be in the moment with the swim team and I think I was able to accomplish that by getting out of my head with the times and so leaving at the end of that swim meet was incredibly satisfying because I also got to see this team grow so much between my first year and then to my last year and see people like you Sophie to become like amazing leaders on the team and just knowing how much the team evolved I think for the better um, I felt great leaving knowing that it was in such amazing leaders hands after I left. Thank you Aaron that's very kind of you. I think it definitely shows a level of maturity to be able to 
understand that your career is coming to an end and understand that you've been committed to a sport for so many years on end and to be able to be happy with the ending of it all. I think that's that is a level of maturity that you've showed there. If you could go back and tell yourself in first year, what sort of advice would you give that young rookie who's about to start their five year commitment to queen swimming? You don't need to fit a specific recipe to be a successful student athlete. I think that everybody can like pave their own path in university and I think um, to some extent it's when you're in a when you're a rookie you see these older swimmers and you say I want to be like them and I want to do what they did and I want to have the same impact as they did but everyone brings something unique to the team Um, you don't ever have to feel like you have to fit into a certain box of what for example maybe a queen swimmer is like because you yourself are a queen swimmer and there's new unique things you can add to it. There's no specific recipe of how many hours you should study a day, how many hours you should sleep a day, like any of that. I think that it's really important that you're able to sometimes tune out what other people are trying to tell you to do and just learn what's best for you and what you can bring to the table based on your own strengths. Well, Erin, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for sitting down and taking the time to speak with me. Your legacy that you created here at Queen's Swimming is still very much remembered, as even the rookies who are coming in this year and trying out know you by name. So I think that in itself shows just how much of an impact you and your accomplishments and just your overall energy that you brought to the team for the past five years how much that truly shaped in itself the queen swimming experience. So thank you so much. Well, that's super kind of you, Sophie. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm really just honored that you asked me to be here today. And it's so nice to talk with you. I'm really excited to cheer on the queen swim team this year. And I'm really excited to listen to your future episodes. The Scramble is a Queen's Journal podcast. This week's episode was produced by Lauren Thomas and Angus Mary. The Scramble features original music, generously provided by the Queen's Music Production Collective, Q-Wave. This episode featured the songs Bouncy by Hypercubed. Be sure to follow us on socials and visit queensjournal.ca.